0: Mr. Luke Clayton, it is such a pleasure to be back with you again this morning. I'm actually this morning in Pennsylvania. Just finished a, uh, a talk to a large church group that's very interested in wildlife and does a lot to promote wildlife and hunting and fishing up in that part of Pennsylvania with the youngsters and a whole bunch of other people. And you know. I, Got so many things going on right now, kind of like you do. But we're about sold out, or I think we're sold out on our DSC Foundation Gala is coming up on June the fourth. But uh, people can bid on things there if they can't make it in person. If we're I haven't already got a ticket. May go to DSCF.org and that'll put them in touch with the the internet bidding thing. And mentioning that we were already planning on 2023.
1: Yeah, I spent some
0: time up on the uh, Choctaw Hunting Lodge here. Not <clears throat> excuse me, not too long ago. And while I was up there visiting with Jody Sandifer, who handles the uh, wildlife and the agriculture for the Choctaw Nation, uh, I think we've got a buffalo hunt lined up for the 2023 DSC Gala. So, and I mentioned that for a bunch of reasons. One, of course, being that. I know you've always been interested in in the American bison, the buffalo, that we have here in North America.
1: I have been, Larry. Uh, You know, and and it's really been a a subject that I've tried to learn a little bit about. I I know very well. I know what I've learned. I've never had any firsthand experience, really, with buffalo. But, gosh, they've all, you know, the fact that they sustained uh, uh, the native peoples for eons, You know, uh, and then here we, you know, we came along and decimated the buffalo and got them down to where they were dang near extinct. But I've done some research lately, and uh, I wanted to get someone and learn more directly from someone that was very much involved in the restoration. And, you know, there's a tribal council of Native Americans, different many different tribes, that's organized together, and they have a, you know, president. It's a well-organized operation from what I've learned, and uh, their whole goal is to restock native lands, and they're well on their way. I mean, there's I think there's half a million buffalo, something like that. Uh, oh, my goodness. Now, already, uh, in, in the U.S. But, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's just amazing to me that they're bringing them back and these are not, you know, there will be hunting allowed, too, to keep their, you know, as a biologist, you know this better than anybody, but keep their numbers in check, you know, with their habitat and all that kind of thing. Uh, but I've got, I have an interview set up for the uh, Catfish Radio, uh, that the website there is catfishradio.org. And, you know, folks, Larry's been with me for 14 and a half years on Catfish <laughs> Radio. We have a little segment we call Campfire Talk where we just... Shoot the breeze and and, uh, and and enjoy a little conversation there. But this coming show, uh, Miss Beth Sabo, is with American Prairie. Now, American Prairie is an is an organization not just to restore buffalo. They do restore buffalo, but they've got an area a a prairie area up in northeastern Montana that uh, Beth tells me is the size of Connecticut. All in one contiguous, yes, one you know one track, contiguous contiguous track. So it's all together. And um, I'm going to interview Beth for our Catfish Radio, and we'll we'll try to get more information as it develops from her on the American Prairie. But I do know that you can just Google American Prairie, and learn you know learn a whole lot on their home page. There they tell about their mission and how they got started and, and what they're doing, um, but it's amazing to me. I mean, the, the restoration is well, well underway for the, for the bison, and uh, I guess it, you know, Larry, to sustain a herd of bison, you would need a lot of, you'd need a lot of land. And the Choctaw uh, tribe that I've worked with for years, and, and you have, too, uh, been involved with them, They're, they they have got a, a herd of bison. And I, I know very little about it, but you were telling me about it.
0: Absolutely. The, the, when I was up there not too very long ago, you know, uh, they were there for an eastern turkey hunt. The Stacy family took, I was there to host it for DSCF and visiting with Jody. And apparently, I knew they had a few buffalo, but their buffalo herd is increasing as well, too. Of course, the Choctaw Nation owns it substantial amount of land in in Oklahoma. And so it's not so many that they have there on the uh, Choctaw Hunting Lodge, but on some of the other properties that they've had for a while now. And the the buffalo is an interesting animal. You're right. At one time, you know, they covered pretty much, most of, when you get right down to it, pretty much most of North America, with the exception maybe of on the far western side, you know, across the Sierras into California, but all throughout the plains and down into Texas, and and there were even excuse me, there were even some uh, uh, buffalo over in the Tennessee, Pennsylvania area many, many years ago, And, and so now, they're no longer there, but as you mentioned, the Indian tribes are the the native tribes are bringing back buffalo on a lot of those reservations, and, and of course there are some private landowners beyond that too. that have had some substantial buffalo herds here as late. It, and I, I assume you've eaten buffalo meat in the past.
1: I have. <laughs> That's another topic. Yeah, every That's time I, I, I tell you, yeah, every time I go to Canada fishing, which I, I've got a trip planned in uh, July. You know, up there sure. at a uh, uh, Tazan Lake Lodge, but. Every time I go to Saskatoon, there's a famous place called the Saskatoon Inn that everybody that's ever been up in Saskatchewan has been to the Saskatoon Inn. It's really a nice, it's an older hotel. I guess it's been there a long time, Larry. Yes, sir. And they've got a, a, a restaurant there down downstairs from uh from the level floor there the ground floor but buffalo bison stew my goodness yes <laughs> i wish i had a big freezer full of bison right now <laughs> that is the best meat uh i mean i absolutely love it it's, it's it's a bit it seems to me to be a bit leaner than beef but um uh, yeah, and you know even in, in exotic hunts here in, in texas bison people it, it's more you know people understand the the like the like the Native Americans did, how good bison meat is. You know, that's the hunts. <laughs> it's pretty big deal here in Texas going shooting a bison. You know,
0: it it is. Several years ago, I had a friend of mine in the kind of the second part of Oklahoma <laughs> that decided he wanted to go in the buffalo business, and he bought a whole bunch of buffalo. And, and not realizing, I guess, that the 5 strand barbed wire fence was <laughs> not a good fence to keep them in. Yeah. And they just kind of started roaming all over the place. And we got a call from him one morning. And he said. How would you like to come up and shoot a buffalo? So we we went up because of the fact that they were getting on to domestic cattle that has had a bunch of cows, the domestic cows and they're concerned about getting them bred by the buffalo bulls. And so we went up and hunted and, and we did it right. This this guy that I hunted with had a uh, he was really into that culture, of the buffalo hunter, and so he had the old buffalo wagons that I mean the freighter type wagons. Yeah. We sent guys out on horseback scouting the area, trying to find it. It took us about two or three days to to find these buffalo and finally got onto one of them. And the gun I was shooting at the time was an old 405 Winchester with some horned ammo and and finally got around to where I could get a shot at that bull. And and I like to shoot, and I was hoping that I could shoot him a couple times, you know, at least to recover some bullets. And and, uh, I shot, and the first shot, that 300-grain 405, uh, bullet hit, wanted to hit that buffalo and he went down so quickly that I didn't even have a chance for a second shot. But you talk about absolutely fantastic meat. Went up a couple times after that and we shot a couple of cows and some young bulls primarily for meat as well too. And of course they're big but they sure do taste good.
1: You bet. Well, if, if, if uh, that's my goal, I, I would, of course, love to hunt one, shoot one. I know a little bit about probably how, it's, how it would have to, the hunt would unfold, but I would be thrilled to death just to be along with a video camera, and a steel camera, and and just be there uh, be there to maybe even cook a little fresh uh, backstrap <laughs> or something. You never know. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: We'll cook a little buffalo huh Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah we need to visit about is is I know maybe there's an opportunity because I do know that operations you're talking about, they do allow some hunts there in, in Montana and maybe there's a way that somewhere down the way that you and I can just go up there and and uh, maybe interview a bunch of folks and, you know, talk a little bit about what they're doing, how they're getting things done and, and accompany some hunter that, uh, and, and maybe even film it for our sportsman's life uh, that's on Carbon TV, but then come back and tell people a little bit more about it here on sporting classes daily as well too
1: well larry we have an open invitation invitation from miss beth sabo with the american prairie to do just that they have a drawing uh and we'll i'll I, i'll get more uh details as we go but they have a drawing each year uh for folks in montana to draw and there's a quite a few buffalo hunts they have but then there's also a drawing for uh out of state people uh it's no, this is not a state regulated thing it's you know right. it's there i think they consider them domestic animals really i mean legally right now they're not a game animal for the a state game animal, yes, right. right yeah but uh yeah there's there's several that are, that are just a drawing through uh american prairie but we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that when i get some more facts but yeah we need to be up there on one of these hunts. I don't have to pull the trigger. I can hit the button on that video camera or something, you know, and just be there. I think it'd be so much fun, you know.
0: I know it would. I have pulled the trigger on on a couple in the past, and, and again, like I said, brought up back as much meat as I could, which was the vast majority of it. Shared a little bit with some friends up there as well too. But that buffalo meat is—I think it's kind of like venison in a way if you compare it—and from a nutritional. Perspective, it's got less cholesterol and it's got all those other good nutrients that we as humans really need as compared to some of the uh, domestic meat that we eat, kind of thing. But uh, it sounds to me like that's an ideal situation up there and, a, and an ideal opportunity for us down the way.
1: Well, let's put it on the camera, on the calendar, should I say, and the camera too when we get the up there. I'll, I'll have that camera going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Larry, we are about out of time. You know, I'd like to, to invite folks to uh to listen to our campfire talk on cat folks you can go to catfish org anytime and uh, of course the show's on a bunch of radio stations usually on saturday mornings but you can listen right now on your device catfish the first one is always larry and i and it's you know larry those segments are very much like these just us visiting but we do share a lot of a lot of information and let folks know what's what's going on in our lives, don't we?
0: We do, and we invite everybody there, of course. We we'll want to invite everybody right back here next week for another Campfires with Luke and Larry.